from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 18th of May, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. Most politically polarized San Isidro festivities of the last few years. That's what news outlets say this year as Madrid celebrates its patron saint, Saint Isidore, the laborer or San Isidro Labrador this month. 2023 is a year of general, local, and municipal elections. And in case it isn't obvious, it's all anyone's talking about. On Monday, the 15th, San Isidro feast day was marked this year with the usual parades, family picnics, and the Chulapo or Chulapa regional dress of the day, originating from the Malasaña neighborhood in the 19th century. However, it was also accompanied by various protests, insults, celebrations, as political figures and prospective candidates joined locals in San Isidore Park, in Parque de San Isidro. While celebrations were underway in the capital, just outside Madrid, a Vox party councillor for Parla and candidate for upcoming municipal elections was forced to resign on Monday the 15th. But what did she do? Well, Ana González Martínez was arrested by national police last week alongside her husband and two others after being involved and possibly spearheading a drug trafficking operation and other serious crimes in Parla and Yeles and Borox in Toledo. She has since put in a resignation from her holding cell and is awaiting trial. A trial of sorts also happened in Madrid on Wednesday the 18th during a Senate debate about the government's housing law proposal as the People's Party, or Pepe Senator for Madrid, Pedro Rolan, told the uh, central government exactly what he thought of their proposal. During his speech, he went on the offensive saying the housing proposals are based on a bomb-proof pact, lurching into his most controversial phrase, Quote, the foundations of this law are raised on the Hypercore shopping center, end quote, referring to the 1987 car bomb attack in Barcelona by the Basque separatist group ETA. The object of this statement was to criticize the housing law, a joint coalition proposal by Spanish Socialist Workers Party, PSOE, United We Can, Unidas Podemos, and other party formulations, including members of the Euskal Herria Bildu, the left-leaning Basque Nationalist Party. The day before, the leader, the Partido Popular, Alberto Núñez Feijó, was on a similar offensive telling the central government to break their relationship with Bildu, referring to the 44 candidates convicted of belonging to ETA that the Basque Party presented and eventually withdrew as candidates for this year's elections because of all of the outrage. Former ETA members involved with EH Bildu is an extremely controversial issue in Spanish politics. As municipal elections loom on Sunday the 28th of May, some towns and villages across Spain won't be marking the day at all because nobody wants to run. In Tres Paderne, located in Burgos province on Sunday the 28th of May, it'll be just like any other day while other municipalities vote. That's because in this town of a thousand people that live there, no one wants to be mayor. The current mayor, Isabel Lopez, has had enough. Since she took the position in 2011, she says she hasn't been fairly paid despite being available 24-7, warning would-be mayors to seriously consider the position if they have kids. If no one assumes the position by the summer, a stand-in mayor from the regional council will be selected. Tres Paderne is one of many towns without an upcoming electorate. Another 42 towns dotted around the country also elect candidates. Community of Madrid will have a different problem than Tres Paderne in the upcoming elections, as too many people are fighting for the presidential position. In a live debate on Tuesday the 16th, Podemos y U Alianza Verde, formerly Unidos Podemos, 
candidate Alejandro Jacinto had a lot to say to the current president of the Partido Popular, candidate Isabel Diaz Ayuso. Most of the debate surrounded Ayuso's governance over hospital protocols during the pandemic, as many people believe her government's policies caused hundreds of unnecessary deaths. Jacinto also controversially wore a t-shirt with Ayuso's brother's face on it with a slogan about the mask scandal that rocked the candidacy around last year, causing the Partido Popular presidency of Alberto Núñez Feijó, as well as presenting Ayuso with a copy of the book called They Will Die in an Unworthy Way, written by former Minister of Social Policies regarding the Partido Popular's policies during the pandemic. Jacinto, for her part, through Podemos EU Alianza Verde, is promising to reduce rental prices as well as invest in public services and security. Partido Popular's promises are quite similar. While relations remain tense in the capital, U.S. President Joe Biden and President Sanchez of Spain reaffirmed their close relationship last week. Friday the 12th, Sanchez was welcomed to the White House. The two leaders apparently spoke about their support for Ukraine, possibility of imposing more economic costs on Moscow. They also spoke about the U.S. agreement to clean up the 1966 Palomares air accident site, supposedly asking their teams to pursue further negotiations. What do judges, healthcare workers, and pensioners have in common? Might sound like the beginning of a bad joke, but this week they all demand salary increases and improved working conditions from the government. State officials from the General and Special Corps have said they will call an indefinite strike from Monday, the 22nd of May, if a deal isn't met, just like the health care and pension strikes a couple of months ago. Head of the municipal and regional elections, this labor conflict is pretty important as the president of the government, Pedro Sanchez, tries to keep social peace and calm. Next up, according to the International Study of Progress in Reading Comprehensions, or PIRLS, test, the Spanish 10-year-olds or fourth graders are losing their reading comprehension skills. The PIRLS test is taken every five years in 2016, and in 2016, on average, students achieved 528 points out of a possible 625 to reach the advanced level. However, in 2021, this dropped to 521 which, according to their estimations, is the equivalent of falling behind about 54 days, just under one semester. According to the report, Spanish kids are around a year and a half behind in reading comprehension than kids in Singapore with 587 points and just under a year behind kids in England with 558. Finland also dropped from 566 in 2016 to 549 in 2021. Ministry of Education says it's because of COVID-19 and school closures. Still, others say the Spanish schools must invest more in primary education and evaluate current methodologies to determine their effectiveness. Speaking of drastic drops, the state meteorological agency is warning that a sharp change in weather will hit the peninsula this week with hail, storms, and heavy rainfall. In Andalusia, which has recently seen temperatures of 30 degrees centigrade, which is about 86 degrees Fahrenheit, then drops to 15 degrees centigrade or 59 degrees Fahrenheit, it isn't sure where it stands. Same is true of Catalonia, where weather is increasingly turbulent, going from highs of 22 centigrade or 71 Fahrenheit to 6 uh, centigrade or 43 Fahrenheit. So why is the weather so up and down? The World Weather Attribution Initiative, a collaboration between climate scientists worldwide, set out to investigate this. The report focused on usual April heat in Algeria, Spain, Portugal, and Morocco and concluded that the heat wave was very likely intensified by human behavior. The report outlines that their observations led them to the quantitative conclusion that the high temperatures they observed 
would have been extremely unlikely to occur if human activity had not warmed the climate by 1.2 degrees centigrade around 3.4 degrees Fahrenheit. Want to read the report? Link in the show notes. Next story for archaeologists, as experts discovered a 5,400-year-old megalithic tomb in southern Spain. Archaeologists were investigating the countryside near Antequera in Andalusia, renowned for its prehistoric monuments, and unearthed a newly found tomb with interesting rock carvings, pottery pieces, human remains. The alignment of the tomb means it most likely was designed to funnel light from the midsummer sun into a chamber located deep within, with a similar structure to the New Grange tomb in Ireland, though less sophisticated. And that's it for this week. We are a few people trying to share knowledge, no ads, no screens. So support us if you can. Check out the link in our show notes. Love to hear from you. Hasta la próxima.